Welcome Utility World. It's Kurt Moreland, Associate Publisher with Incident Prevention. And we're here for another edition of new and innovative products. And I have with me today, Ben Schwartz of Line Hands Choice. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Kurt. How's it going today? It's going great. It's a little wet here in the Chicagoland area. I think it's monsoon season while other people are uh, dealing with heat throughout the, the, the country. And I understand you're a Midwesterner. I believe you're out in uh, in Iowa. Correct. That's correct. We're, uh, we're needing some more moisture. Certain parts of Iowa are doing good, but uh, there's certain parts that sure need it too. That sounds good. Well, let's jump into your product. You know, I always love when I hear about line people who invent products because of challenges they receive out in the field to help reduce injuries. And I believe that's the case with your product and your company. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, Kurt. So uh, there's a group of linemen I work with. Uh, we're on a traveling crew, run town to town, pretty much rebuilding towns. And uh, we were told we we're going to start going a whole bunch more underground, going to 25 kV on these cutovers. So seeing we're doing a lot of underground, we knew it was going to be a lot of time on your knees, winter time, spring, summer, fall, the mud, the snow, the rocks. It just uncomfortable there's got to be a better way to terminate all the leaning over the transformers we hear about body positioning how to be ergonomically safe um, for your body and your crew and the company you're working for you know that um, what can you do to do your job safer to retire and have your body at 100 health the way you want it and hearing that and seeing that we decided you know it's time to make up a tool that made terminating a lot easier and that's kind of where this underground tool come from was a group of linemen that just said you know enough is enough if we're going to be doing a lot of terminating let's see if we can find something to make it a lot easier for us to do it and every lineman out there and you know firsthand no pun intended uh having gone through several carpal tunnel syndrome surgeries you were telling me um was kind of the inspiration for how this tool works uh, there's a repetitive nature of stripping the cable and you've come up with uh, a tool that um, helps. Yeah, correct, Kurt. So there's a, there's a lot of things that go into it when you break it down. You look at the whole ergonomic and safety standpoint and efficiency of terminating underground. I had carpal tunnel surgery on both hands. One surgery failed, so I was having issues. I fought it for two years, you know, figuring maybe it's just me and realizing it wasn't right. You know, I had no grip strength, uh, circulation when it was cool out, my hand was freezing. So I had surgery again and it just, there's a lot of other linemen that are dealing with the same thing. And, you know, as a lineman, a lot of times you want to think, Hey, just buck up and barrel through it. But there's better ways to think than just ram through it and get it done. Because when I get to a retirement age, I want to be able to play with my grandkids and my kids, you know, and this tool takes in, a lot of figures that go into how you put stress on your body, whether it's fatigue, static loading, you know, non-dominant force that's put on repetition, you know, so much goes into play that this tool just addressed everything out there when it comes to efficiency, ergonomics, safety, productivity, and just body positioning altogether. I mean, you're not kneeling down, you're not leaning over, it's taking the stress off your back, your knees, your shoulders, your wrist, your elbows, tennis elbows, you know, with the jerking motion that you get, now that cable hand's holding it, so you're using both hands to terminate rather than always having one hand holding your cable or the people that rope it off and it's still flopping around, so you still have to control it with one hand. 
Yeah. So take me through like an audio demo. Describe to our listeners what you would do. So this is almost like I would almost compare it to something like a vice that you can set up on a table, you can set it up on a, a bucket truck. Describe how it attaches out in the field and then how you put the cable in and tighten it up and then go about your business. Yeah, so the cable hand works on any type of cabinet that you have in the field. It'll clamp on, we've clamped on digger derricks, bucket trucks, and it's almost like a, a C-clamp is what it resembles with a plate on there that will give you a large degree of angle to adjust the cable to your optimum terminating position. And the clamps that go down to hold the cable are merely a friction plate. So you're not putting undue stress on the cable, smashing the cable. Um, most locking pins have like a, on the angle, have like a quarter turn locking. So it's just, it's user friendly. It's easy to use. The tools made 100% in America, nickel plated, power coated. So it's going to, it's going to last you forever. And the best thing about it is you get to reap the rewards of the safety, the efficiency on it. You merely clamp it onto your box. Um, we line up our wire where we'll pull up our slack where we figure we want to terminate at. And I typically will take a permanent marker and ma mark on the back side of the wire so I know where the pin will be squeezed on. I put it in the clamp and at that point, I can uh, use my knife to start peeling the jacket. We have a rip cord in our wire. We pull the rip cord down to where we want to trim to. Um, terminate using both hands and not one hand's holding the wire so we're free to do whatever we need to do. You don't have the wire working you, you're working the wire. Cause in most circumstances, when you have the heavier wire, you're fighting the lo static loading of the wire that just slows the process, puts strain down. And this, this clamp will go onto everything. We've added on Ranger tailgates, pickup tailgates, a former Tommy gates. Um, we use it on riser terminators where we have a dump truck in the field, clamp three clamps onto the dump truck. We lay all our tools on the tailgate of the dump truck and that's our work shelf. So now we're standing and all them terminators are about waist height when we're terminating. The wire's not going anywhere. You're terminating, keeping it all of the dirt. So your termination is clean. You can see all your cuts on your termination. So you get a good view of what it is rather than your wire laying on the ground when you let it go in the dirt. Um, it just, I can't see terminating wire anyway without it. And, uh, uh, the guys that invented this, we couldn't be happier. And every place we have it, people, all we hear from linemen is, where was this 20 years ago? You know, so it's very positive. Man, that's great. And um, how long have you been a lineman? Um, I've been a lineman right, right around 22 years, I believe now. Okay. So 22 years of experience, the injuries built up, and then basically you developed this product and this company, I mean, this is like an incident prevention exclusive. You're really kind of debuting this to our audience, aren't you? Correct. That's true. We did uh, speak at your guys' incident prevention expo, which we had a lot of um, exposure there. We have a lot of great intentions there and working on a ton of things that come from that. And it just, you know, the tool's innovative. It was where do we go for marketing? Different companies had asked if we planned on pairing with different companies as of right now. It's working great. Companies are reaching out to us. Um, they're buying tools to demo, putting them in their training fields, just loving the tool. And um, it's, I'm just glad that everybody gets a share with it because it's struggles that we as linemen have all fought that we've eliminated with this one tool on underground. And I understand 
throughout the field, you can't make everything ergonomically sound. But we took terminating underground wire and uh, we took the beast out of it. And it's, it's awesome using the tool. It's totally different. Now you actually had a friend with a back injury, a sports player who um, ended up using your tool as a line person. And he offered to almost buy it himself and turned a lot of people onto it. Is that, is that on the right track? Yes, that's correct. So he had had a couple back surgeries. They're demoing the tool actually when we were first demoing it out, we we're using it on the crew, two traveling crews demoing it out. And we hadn't had it in to any other area. So not one a biased opinion. I had some buddies, you know, farm kids, they just, you just make it work. They didn't have to have special tools. So I sent it up to him and he says, Oh my gosh, Ben, I've had two back surgeries. I'm sending this to our tool committee. And he goes, if they won't buy one, I'll buy one for myself. This is, it's awesome. I'm going to shuttle it around to the guys. And the way it ended up is I was asking for it back. Well, he didn't have guys that had used it. Well, then it went to, they're almost done with the job. He wanted to use it to finish the job. And it sounded like there's a little bit of arguing going on with the crew on who was going to use it to, but Darwin just figured, Hey, I was the one that started this out and then reached out to me. So I'm going to be the one using it. So it's, it's great to see how everybody that has gave the tool a fair shot has loved the tool. And it's like anything in world Kurt, if you don't give it a try, you don't know what you're missing out until you try it. But like we say, the first time you might be hard to buy in on it. Second time you use it, you're going to be like, this is kind of neat. By the third time you're like, where's this thing been my whole life? That's just, I mean, across the board, that's what we've been hearing. Yeah, that sounds great. And at our conference, you mentioned that uh, you've sent some sample tools out and um, it's hard to get them back. People get so used to them. They have limited supply. Have you made more since then? Uh, we haven't had more demo tools. So the problem we have is we're having a hard time getting the demo tools back. And uh, we talked about, do we get more demo tools out? Well, we still can't get the demo tools back because the companies weren't wanting to do it. So we actually offered during your event is we're selling tools at a demo price, which we were knocking $100 off them. And the companies were happy to hear that we were willing to work with them and they were wanting to demo the tools. So right now we got them across multiple states in the United States. And we actually got a tool up in Canada and a, a, a tool marketer up in Canada reached out to us because they had other companies that were wanting to carry the tool. And uh, so we're working with them on how we're going to work to get that, sent them up a brochure and uh, see what interest there is up there. But it is being demoed in Alberta right now. And uh, we've had a couple other different provinces reach out to us to see if we'd be willing to send them one. And most definitely we don't have loaners and we're not going to make more loaners to go just for the simple fact of people aren't sending them back. And the people that ask, well, if we don't like this tool, will you guarantee it? And my, my answer to them, Kurt, is, you know what? I will guarantee this tool. I will guarantee this tool that if you put it up against your safety team, your ergonomics team, and it doesn't allow you to terminate faster, it doesn't allow you to cut lost LTAs, it doesn't allow you to terminate more ergonomic, uh, ergonomically correct. Um, yeah, we'll give you a full refund of your product. I mean, not a, not a problem at all. And uh, a lot of the companies is a bit on that because um, it's at some point in time, you might think it's a guy's word, but we've had this thing tested ergonomically. We used it and we see how we feel at the end of the day of a full day of terminating. And I know what I was able to terminate in that day before the use of the tool and when I can terminate now and hands down, you'd be lying to yourself. If you said this tool 
didn't allow you to terminate safer, more efficiently, more ergonomically, and then proper terminations. I mean, the termination is going to be clean because it's never going to be laying in the dirt. So, I mean, you'd be lying to say that it didn't, it didn't prove itself when you demoed it. Another thing, the foreman and upper management should be happy because it also, uh, your tool makes um, the um, splicing more efficient. Uh, doesn't it reduce the, the amount of time it takes to do certain procedures out there in the field? That's correct. In our ergonomic study, we just demoed it one time. We didn't use it a bunch of times to make the best time. We didn't mock up a time. We did one elbow and a transformer without the tool. And then we used the tool on one elbow. And on one time of trying that out, we saved seven minutes. And by no means were we trying to blow the tests out of the water. That was being honest with our time on that. And leading into that, we, a company up in uh, Minnesota and REC picked up this tool and has it across their company and they're through Minnesota and a little bit into North Dakota. And a buddy of mine was using it and he said, hey, this tool, um, you guys are falsifying documents on saving the time, I think. And I got this big knot in my throat, like, what are you, what are you talking about? This is legit, man. And an ergonomic specialist was there and we seen it. He said, you said it saves seven minutes per terminations and we find out it saves way more than that. I says, it, it does, Josh. We tested it one time, tried to get it a fair test. We didn't get good with it. We just tested it one time. And that's the information that we went on. But definitely we found in junction boxes, we can shave, if you're saving seven minutes per elbow and roughly you can have 12 elbows per junction box, you're saving a ton of, ton of time. And that's across a company through crews that the tools pay for themselves real fast, just in efficiency of terminating, let alone the loss of the LTAs. And if you're working for zero injuries and you terminate underground, you're fooling yourself not to get this tool and make it part of a PPE tool for your employees just to keep them at work and keep them healthy. Wow, that's that's totally amazing. So um, how much uh, how much does this product cost? Thousands of dollars? No, 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 it's not thousands of dollars. We've all paid thousand, $2,000 for a tool that we got to send in each month to get fixed. This tool, 600 bucks, Kurt. And this tool, wow. we can guarantee the way it's made. If something happens to it, send it in. I mean, I think you could drop it off the truck and pick it up and use it the next day. And the thing is, this, this truck is going to last your employees. It's going to last through your apprentices and your next apprentices. If you don't drive over this thing, it's not, it's not a wearable tool. It's made to last the lifetime of your, I mean, if you're in business, buy this thing. You're going to be able to hand it down. You know, Ben, I, I think I just paid an insurance deductible the other day. That was more than $600. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I know on, on my carpal tunnel, I know what it costed me personally out of my pocket to be out of work. Um, let alone what it costs the, the company's insurance companies on the cost of me not being there, let alone the LTA that they had to put into their insurance company to increase their premiums. I mean, it just, when you're looking at safety, you're looking at efficiency and ergonomics, it all ties together. And this thing is, it's very innovative to underground world. A lot of people don't know about it, but don't be afraid to try it out, put it in your training centers, beat it up and down. And, uh, you'd be fooling yourself to say it doesn't benefit you because it definitely will. That sounds good. Well, before we wrap up, I, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. You know, I like nature. I like to travel. So have you got a good uh, animal encounter story for me, maybe with a smelly creature 
or, or something that's been around your household? Okay, you want with a smelly creature. It was uh, my mother and father-in-law were in their house and uh, went downstairs. They thought they smelled something a little bit. Something was downstairs. My father-in-law was checking out the water heater or something. Maybe there was an issue. And looking in the crawl space, he had seen something looking at him. Well, the skunk wasn't really strong, but there's a little smell there. Like something was odd down in the basement. So he's looking around and he's seen the skunk sitting there and he's like, oh, my word. So he started screwing boards off the deck that way he could get that skunk flushed out of there, put mothballs down there to spook him out. Well, they thought they had the skunk out of there. Well, then the plumber come in to work on the water heater and he says, James, that skunk is back. I, I seen him down behind the water heater. And father-in-law, he's so upset up in arms. He's going to call one of the local guys that does trapping to send a trap just to trap him out underneath the deck. Well, this skunk don't go in the trap. It's two days. And my wife's talked to me about it. And I says, they love eggs. I'll go crack an egg. Well, this skunk was smart enough. He dug himself another hole out of the basement because there was only one when we were there. We had the deck boards ripped off so we could come around and eat that egg, but never went through the trap. So I said, Blake, this is our time to make sure we get this skunk out of here. Blake is my son. So we went in the basement, looked around with grandpa, couldn't find him. And we're about ready to give up head home. And I'm like, we got to check these culverts out by the road. I'll bet that thing's laying in a culvert. Sure enough, we found it in a culvert. So we made it our job to get him removed out of there and placed in a location where he wasn't going to get back in the house and make sure we filled the holes in. But um, fortunately, he never did spray in the house. It was just a little hint of a smell, but it was never really that bad. But just the fact of a skunk living in your house uh, is a little bit unnerving. He sounds like a pretty crafty animal. Did you name him like Pepe Le Pew or something like that? I wanted to name him. Just leave us alone. I left that at that. <laughs> you know, not only do we always learn about new tools and innovations on this podcast, but I'm constantly amazed what I learn about animals, too. So eggs and uh, mothballs. Yes. Mothballs repel them and they love eggs. Put a little crack in there and you'll draw them right in. Uh, that's good to know. Well, listen, Ben, it's been delightful having you here. Listen, how can people find out more about Longhand's Choice um, Company? And is there any video, demo videos on YouTube they can watch? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, there is some demo videos on YouTube at Linehands Choice. We do have a Facebook page. Um, it's Linehands Choice. And you can also go to linehandschoice.com. We got a web page there. And most of the videos are posted on the webpage, info about the tools, ergonomic study on the tool. When you get in the webpage, you can scroll down to our products, click on a product. You can order the tool right there too, enter your information, uh, makes it easy. Feel free to interact. If they got any questions, you can write a reply on our uh, webpage. We'll respond back to you. Comment on Facebook if anyone's uh, interested in that. Um, we'd be willing to ask any question. And all I can say is, have your company give it a shot and you'll be happy. You don't even need to thank me. I'm thanking you for being in the line work uh, industry. And I appreciate every lineman out there. And it's just nice to be able to give them a tool that can benefit them throughout their career too. Ben, fantastic story. Fantastic company. It's been great having you here. Fourth of July is coming up. I want everybody to be careful with those fireworks here at incident prevention. We're always thinking about safety. So be careful with those fireworks and everybody out there, roll safe out there. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, 
go to our website at incident-prevention.com slash podcast to get more or search Incident Prevention wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe. Thank you.